Hi, I'm Talia Zafari. And I'm Lara Sami. Together, we are co-presidents of Teens Find Middle Ground. Teens Find Middle Ground aims to create meaningful dialogue among us teenagers, the future leaders of the world. Every week, we bring together teenagers from different political backgrounds who have varying opinions and hopes to find a middle ground. We want to break the cycle created by politicians and the media that create a us versus them mentality and instead promote a bipartisan solution to enact lasting change through meaningful discourse. This week, we discuss the contrast in media coverage between the Greece migrant ship disaster and the Ocean Gate Exposition Titan submersible implosion. 14th, 2023, a fishing boat smuggling migrants sank in international waters off the coast of Greece. The boat, which left Libya on June 10th, carried an estimated 400 to 750 migrants. The search and rescue effort by Greek authorities rescued 104 survivors, including Egyptians, Syrians, Pakistans, Afghans, and Palestinians, and recovered 82 bodies with hundreds more missing and presumed dead. Oceangate expedition Titan Submersible imploded on the journey to see the Titanic, resulting in five passengers perishing on board. According to BBC, Oceangate CEO Stockton Rush 61 died alongside the four passengers. A British-Pakistani billionaire and his son also perished alongside a British businessman and adventurer and a former French Navy diver. So, let's begin. According to Muckrack, an estimated global media reports referencing the submarine disaster peaked on Thursday, June 22nd, which over, with over 35,000 articles. By comparison, articles relating to the fishing boat disaster appear to have peaked at a maximum of 5,000 articles per day. Is this justified? Um, obviously, this is not justified. This is a blatant example of the dumb capitalistic system that we live in because we're placing more worth on the lives of billionaires just because they contribute more to society than we are on the lives of refugees. So it's placing different value on human life, which is just objectively a bad thing to do. I agree. Also, just coming from another viewpoint, I think because the implosion of the titan could have been so avoidable is why it got so much media coverage just the mere fact that the entire devastating situation could have been avoided but the ocean gate ceo chose not to listen i mean it was proven that there were employees that have that had warned the company what they're doing is not following the guidelines the safety guidelines and regulations so I believe that's why it got a lot of coverage, mostly because of just outrage. I read a lot of like books related to media, like The Universal Journalist by David Randall. Um, and it kind of t- talks about like how media or the approach people take to media. And I guess one of the key things that he says it's the thesis of his book is that um, media is supposed to be to uh, like a function of part of democracy. Um, and instead, oftentimes, a lot of people, especially journalists, end up, end up being sellouts to, like, more of what's called popular demand. Um, and so I guess that's definitely what's happening here. The French, Canadian, and American Coast Guard were all investigating the Ocean Gate expedition. Um, why was the world so, so much more invested in this expedition? 
one of the reasons that the world was so much more invested in this expedition could have been because of the status of the people that were in the submersive. However, again, I think because it was such a novelty and it was so shocking and almost unfathomable that this could happen to people of such stature. I also think it's just really unjustified to have taxpayer dollars um, being spent to go look for billionaires under the sea. Like, if you're a billionaire, they should have had their own money and private investigation services be going to find them because it's actually so stupid that money that was supposed to go to help the general population is going to billionaires who could have funded it themselves. Even if they're under the water, I'm sure they have directive wills that explain what to do. Yeah, I completely agree. I think it's like solely due to the sheer amount of capital that was on board um, and perhaps due to the novelty of how they died um, because it's not as often, um, even though these types of submersible implosions often occur in military accidents, which are classified, it's not as often people hear about these types of situations. And I guess due to that like aspect of drama, and novelty that's why the media circulated it more Uh, and while that's really immoral i guess that's just one of the unfortunate aspects of how the media works people have become more and more numb to this idea of being a refugee um especially when it's from an area in the middle east i mean if you take for example the war in afghanistan that happened two years ago or the, the a revolution of sorts let's just say or when the taliban took back control that was that was covered in the media for a period of a month and now that's um really been tossed away and hardly talked about so i think it does have to do also with what area of the world these refugees are coming from i do think it's a matter of controversy so specifically there's really no way to look at the incident with the five billionaires as something like negative or something that's polarizing uh objectively you're gonna look at it and be like oh my god those poor individuals they they didn't ask to be imploded um whereas with refugees it becomes a matter of uh keeping the borders with people who are homogenous to those inside or a matter of economic growth or a matter of stealing jobs so I just think writing media coverage about that has so much more weight than it does about billionaires who went down to see the Titanic. Oshigate Expeditions is only one example of luxury slash extreme tourism. Another example is the famed SpaceX trip when three civilians paid an estimated $55 million each to take a rocket and be blasted to the International Space Station in April 2022. Is the Ocean Gate trip failing and not that luxury in extreme tourism is ending? After this incident, that extreme luxury and extreme tourism should be ending because it's honestly just not viable. I mean, there are so many other ways to, so many other resources to put that money into than just to, you know, get a sense of adventure for a day. I mean, I think that the people who choose to partake in extreme tourism are just what the word entails, extreme themselves and their beliefs. Um, So I don't think necessarily that these accidents would discourage the specific quota of people from further engaging in these types of activities. However, I think that there should be more regulations put in place, like in terms of this 
Ocean Gate implosion, there were zero regulations to kind of prevent this disaster. I think that the SpaceX trip really infringed upon like a single or a certain group of people like uh, over polluting our environment. I think that there should have been a regulation on that as well to prevent all of this pollution. So I think at the end of the day, it's not necessarily a question about this ending. I think it's more of a question about how the government or you know, the, an international conglomerate of governments plans to unite um, to, I guess, to further regulate these types of extreme travel and trips. I think what's also hard about both the ocean and space is that it's not owned by one specific government. And so a question of sovereignty comes into play of whose job is it to regulate, whose job is it to regulate international waters and the space, and that I think leaves a gap for extreme tourism. So I do think it's at least, um, the UN does have like a space council, so I think at least to begin with, the UN needs to do something with the seas and space in order to just jump start regulation because it's honestly probably one of the main reasons why people are going to those places is because of the lack of regulation. Is the media coverage contrast between the Greek migrant boat and Stockholm Russia's Ocean Gate expedition imploding um, a bigger issue when it comes to journalism and what the public wants to consume or was this only limited to this specific issue? Just the issue of what the media chooses to cover or not is is merely based on what the public wants to consume and what is considered popular and viral if you will so i believe not much is going to change i mean obviously when you put out an article you want it to do well so you're probably going to write about if you have two issues to cover and one of them is more popular than the other, I mean, I personally would write about the one that's getting more coverage and more eyes on just for my own sake. Yeah, I obviously agree because I think it goes back to capitalism being the root problem here. There's no way to have integrity within journalism if you're being paid for your work and what you're being paid for is more likely to be read if it is more exacerbated and just like a hot topic controversy issue. I think that it violates the basic journalistic code of ethics because, like, I mean, just to echo, like, I guess the way that it's phrased in the book I previously mentioned, but journalists are supposed to be um, people who serve democracy and uphold democracy by disseminating the truth. Uh, And that's not happening when journalists are serving the basis impulses um, of people, I guess, in the world and also... Yeah, on a, on a very large scale. So I think that while it's very easy to like consume, as myself, you know, being a consumer, consume news that's a lot more thrilling and awe-inspiring, um, at the end of the day, it also doesn't necessarily help me become, <laughs> on a deeper note, maybe help me become more informed about the state of our own democracy and... Uh, larger societal implications.